Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome back to another episode of Drive Time, where we're answering kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. Oh, man, we are here. It is December. Burr. Burr. And back by popular demand is my really good friend, Henry Skibout. I feel like that's a fun name to say in that kind of like big voice. Henry Skibout. Mm. Do you enjoy that? I enjoy saying it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoy your name. That's good. Uh, By the way. Are you enjoying this beautiful first Sunday in December? I'm enjoying it. I didn't think it was going to get below 17 degrees so early in the season. but It's cold. Boy, oh boy. You need at least one coat out there. (laughs) I have two. I'm from California, so every time it gets cold, cold like this, I have to put on two coats. Oh, yes. I have my jacket, and then I have this pea coat thing. Do you have a pea coat? Keeps you warm. I need a pea coat. Well, Well, yeah. Once it hits below 17, you need a peak up. Anyway, this is our first Sunday in December. We've made it all the way to December in our third season. Hey, just to, just to remind you, if you're having these great conversations, make sure you subscribe and send this podcast to all the families that you know so they can have good conversations. Because ultimately our goal is for you as parents to be incredible spiritual leaders of your home and to have good conversations with your children about great theological things. Boom. And this is all true. Boom. Do you do does your do your parents listen and have good conversations with you about every Sunday? Every Sunday. And sometimes Monday on the way to school. Boom. And you could have the conversation on the way to school cuz sometimes you drive. So you could be the one that's having the conversation with your brother and your cousin and all those people. I actually drive three kids to school every day. That's good. Wow. You're so responsible. I like it. Anyway, December 3rd, it is here. It's National Candle Day. Obviously, as we're getting into the Christmas season, there are candles everywhere. Um, My go-to scent of candle is something around cinnamon. Mm. I like the cinnamony. That's probably not a word, but I like that scent. It's cinnamon scent. That's really hard to say. What's your favorite scent? I would say like cedar pine, something like that. Yeah. But I'm more like candles for the warmth than the scent. Okay, sure. You just, instead of a fire, you just put your hands up to a candle. Yes. To to go, to rub your hands together and to do that. Yes. And the scent is just an added benefit. All right. Well. How many candles do you have to put in your house in order for you to actually be warmed by them? You'd be surprised how little it takes. Okay. All right. Fire warms. All right. As we move on to the next part of this podcast, as we all picture Henry sitting around his house with 100 candles, all cedar pine. So you are in a candle forest. Get out. It's because of the cedar pine. I just candle. love Christmas. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're going to end our... A little theme that we've been doing before we get into some Christmas theological terms starting next week. Um, but we talked about creation, talked about fall. Last week with Henry, we talked about the phrase walking in the flesh. So we have to end it, obviously, 
with the great news, the beautiful news of the gospel, which is the opposite of walking in the flesh, which Henry is... What is the opposite of walking in the flesh? Walking in the spirit. Walking in the spirit. And by spirit, who are we talking about? The Holy Spirit. Absolutely. With the God. Absolutely. The Holy Spirit. So the opposite of walking in the flesh, the opposite of living in a way that doesn't please God, is obviously walking in the spirit. That when you give your life to Christ, when you have responded to the message of the gospel, his death and resurrection, with repentance and faith, then you have new spiritual birth. You're a new creation. You have new connection with God. And so to walk in the Spirit means that as the Holy Spirit indwells you as a new believer, that you are led by the Spirit and you have this oneness with God. And there are so many incredible Bible verses that encourage us and help us to understand what does it mean to walk in the newness of our life or to walk in the Spirit. Why don't you go ahead and read your verse, Henry? Galatians 2.20. Yes. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That is amazing. And that's right. You have been crucified with Christ. When you respond with repentance and faith, Paul is saying it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, this aspect of God in us, the Holy Spirit. And so we used to live life in the flesh, but now we have an opportunity because of what Jesus Christ has done and because of our repentance to live for him, live by faith in the Son of God. And so that's the aspect of living or walking in the Spirit. And as a new believer, this is where the fruit of the Spirit come from. A lot of people think fruit of the Spirit is that fun poster on the wall where you know you see all the different pieces of fruit and they have the words next to them, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Which, by the way, which, which one... Like, which fruit did you associate with joy when you were a kid? Cherry. A cherry? For me, it was a banana because of the smile. Mm. Joy, banana, smile. Banana was more of love for me. Oh, okay. Well, but we all remember the fruit of the Spirit, right? Of do course. You, do you have that? You have that poster. You memorized that as a kid, mm. the yes. fruit of the Spirit. Well, the fruit of the Spirit is the result of walking in the Spirit. So when we're walking in oneness with Jesus, if we're praying and we're, we're one with him and we're reading God's word and we're surrounding ourselves with good Christian influence, then we walk in the spirit. We're asking God to help us every single day to live a life not contradicting him, not in the opposite, but we're living life to please God. And so what's the result of that? The result of walking in the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, and all the other fruits of the Spirit. And that's such an amazing thing to understand. And then Romans 8, 5, Paul says, he says, for those who live according to the flesh, they set their, they set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. So as we end with the beautiful aspect of the gospel as we end with 
what did Jesus do? Jesus died and he rose again to give us the opportunity to have the Holy Spirit indwell us and to live a life for him so that when new creation comes, we get to be part of it comes, we get to be part of it.